Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Few would know or admit if they lacked command of their overall life agenda. How could we tell? What signs would indicate that we are off our unique path in life? There are stark realties and subtle hints. If there is a lack of true expression, enduring joy, vibrancy, and satisfaction in life, then clearly our agenda has been compromised. For who would plan a life marked with conformity, boredom, fatigue, and dissatisfaction? If there is a constant shirking of one's dreams out of fear of failure, a suffering sadness in everyday life, or a consistent lack of progress towards one's own clear path, then clearly we are not in charge of our daily emotions and direction. 
We can further ask, have I become so like others at work that I'm not myself? Am I acting like someone else in order to please my parents or friends or lover? Do I believe things and behave in ways that are unexamined, causing me problems or not a true part of my soul? Do I want the people around me to have no idea who I am or what I want? Did I follow other people without true reflection on what I wanted and that's why I have this job or study this topic or engage in this hobby or feel trapped in this way of life? That is it, the ultimate tale, feeling trapped. Should a person feel caged in any aspect of their life, it is an obvious reveal that they have not been owning their life agenda, but rather they have been suffering the chains of conformity. They have been catering to everyone else, slave to the prevailing ideas and expectations of others, playing a game they never wanted to be a part of. The subtler sign is how we consistently feel about our lives. If we obtain everything we think we need and every indication says life should be satisfying, yet something still feels off, then we know there's a problem. If someone asks, how are you? And we cannot feel a genuinely happy response immediately rise within us. What does that say? It says we're off our unique path in life. This is especially true if, contemplating the question seriously, we find ourselves replying with a mundane lie like, oh, well, I guess I'm fine. Fine is the calling card of conformity. That is a reading from the Motivation Manifesto. But we have someone even more interesting to talk to this morning. I'm joined by a dear friend of the show, Mr. David Blancas of Aurora's FEC. How are you, sir? Doing well, Curtis. Thank you for having me. All right. Yeah. Yay! Hit him with the claps. Oh, they like him. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about the Aurora FEC neighbor project and uh, what's going on and everything. But, you know, give us a brief introduction of, uh, you know, where you're from. You're an Aurora, Aurora resident? Yes, I am. Yeah, thank you. So, um I'm going to state my full name just because I'm proud of it. Uh, so my full name is David Otoniel Blancas Espino. Um, two last names because of our culture. Uh, it's uh, to honor our culture, to honor my mother's maiden name. Um, but I go by David or, or David, uh, whichever is fine. My mother calls me both. Um, but yeah, just a little bit about me. I was raised in Chicago. Uh, most of my family lives here in Aurora. I found myself here uh, at Aurora University, studying mathematics, uh, secondary education. All right. All fell right. in love with the city. Just fell in love with it. I uh, did all of my student teaching here in Aurora um, at, at East High. I, I was at Cowherd Middle School, worked with Family Focus for a while. So shout out to Family Focus Aurora. Shouts out to Family Focus because we interviewed them uh, just the other day, just oh, last fantastic. week. Fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Um, so they gave me my uh, first big boy job, you know. Um yeah, so I did that, uh, found my way back to Chicago, uh, was a high school math teacher, uh, did that for about four or five years, and I was coaching teachers all throughout the city of Chicago, but Aurora kept calling me back, uh, so my wife and I, we bought a house over here uh, by Rosary High School. Um, and then shout Rick out Guzman, to Rosary High School. Yeah, shout out to them. <laughs> and Rick Guzman found out I came back, and he whined and dined me and said, David, we need you at the Neighbor Project. Uh, to help manage the Aurora Financial Empowerment Center. Uh, so I've been doing this for the better part of uh, two years now. Well, we're glad to have you. Good, good story. So that's right, you were a teacher. I remember that uh, in one of our earliest conversations, you told me that uh, you were coaching teachers. What's it look like when you're coaching teachers? What's that? Because I think like track and field or what's that? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, um, it's just really sitting down with teachers and, and going over the curriculum, uh, making sure that it's aligned to their style. Yes, that it's aligned to like the standards to, to the state, right. but that it's also aligned to who they are as a person, as an individual, making sure that the curriculum is an, is an extension of who they are, right? Because just with education, a lot of it is just very robotic. Fill, uh, fill this, right? Uh, column A, column B, standardized testing. Um, so very, as I said, robotic. Um, and it's more than that. It's an art. And so when I was coaching teachers, it was on to teach this. How can we make this, as I said earlier, right. an extension of 
who you are. Right. They should be right. I, I like that you bring up the point about not being robotic. You know, mm -hmm. don't just do it because it lists it. You mm -hmm. know, add a little bit of, I guess, not your flavor, be per the standards. But yeah, I, I, I like that. I like that a lot because you can tell, I think back in my own life, you can tell when a teacher is just yeah. here, right? Just showing up. Yeah. And the best teachers, at least the ones that I remember, were the ones that truly loved the subject and made it unique. Right. Um, so that was my job. Um, specifically, I was coaching individuals, uh, teachers uh, on a curriculum that would um, uh, help students, help families apply towards college and make sure that they have all of the resources to finance college as well. Very um, helpful and very needed. Yes. Come on. Speak with it, baby. Um, That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially now because college is becoming so ex uh, expensive and people are taking out loans. Families are taking out loans that will take them decades to pay off. Um, and so when Rick, uh, when Rick Guzman said, David, we have the Financial Empowerment Center, it's financial literacy, it's making sure that our community has the very basic knowledge to, to build generational wealth. You know, it's like, yo, doing this. Right. Now, let's... let's now I can get paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. No, but like really have a bigger impact and not just during the their senior year in high school or their first year in college, but earlier in life, at every stage in their life, actually. We've been working with individuals um, uh, mostly between the ages of 25 and 35, but we have been working with individuals that are 40-plus, 50-plus, some college students. Yeah, It's been very re uh, rewarding. So good morning to all of you guys out there. And again, uh, thank you for saying your name because I, I just said David Blancas. No, your name, when you say it, it sounds far better uh good morning to everyone out there alvin soto aisha saxon jen mendoza mom for mom vengeance events this weekend check that out you guys norma peterson dear friend and that's right christina campos is an awesome person we interviewed her and uh cindy vasquez those are the two ladies that we interviewed uh last week for uh, buenos dias aurora and um also daniel barrero good morning to you sir and ben geller you know what ben just because you're here my man uh, let me get ben yeah. Yeah. Ben gets his hair cut around the corner at Big Boss Barbershop. I don't have hair, so I am extremely jealous of that. The time is now 8.09 a.m. All right, so we're going to learn more about the Neighbor Project. Um, for those who are unfamiliar, you mentioned Mr. Guzman, a uh, dear friend of the show. What is the Neighbor Project located at 32 South Broadway? It's separate from the Aurora FEC. Is that correct? Um. Yes and no. Uh, the Aurora FEC is a program of the Neighbor Project, um, and I'll get into the, the Financial Empowerment Center uh, in a moment, but the Neighbor Project, in essence, um, their goal is really to tackle this, um, well, it's, it's to make sure that individuals are able to build generational wealth, right? Um, that this wealth disparity, that's good, because there's a huge wealth gap. Yes, and the neighbor there is. project. Well said. Well their said. job is to decrease that wealth gap. Make sure that individuals that typically don't have resources that they have access to those resources and the knowledge to be able to just move forward and, as I said, just build their wealth not just for themselves but for their future generations. And so they do that with three programs. Uh, we have the Network Savings Program, which is a beautiful program. NSP, um, NSP. Yes, it <laughs> yes. is great. Yes, the Network Savings Program. Uh, so the Neighbor Project owns several bil uh, buildings. Um, and what they do, they look for families that would be great homeowners but are just having a hard time coming up with a down payment. Right? It, it just because uh, wages are low, um, especially with the pandemic that many everything factors. happened. Right. So many factors are, are keeping them back. Um, so they identify these families. And if there's a good fit, they ask these families to move in to one of those units, the buildings, uh, for several years. And part of that rent, a good portion of that rent, is placed into a savings account that is then used for a down payment for a future house. You know, you, you, the, the system as we know it, all the parts that keep people from building that generational mm -hmm. wealth, um, you know, I guess I'd be asking you to speculate, but how do you think the disparity has grown? to the degree that it has over all this time. Please put on your 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 
your economist hat for us here uh, at eight eleven <laughs> in the morning. Oh wow, that is a loaded question, Curtis. <laughs> Very low, and, and there's so many factors, really. Right, right. Um, and it isn't just something that that just so happened to occur in the past few years. This has been years, decades making. Right, it, it's systemic, and it goes back to uh, to the mid 1900s, and even earlier than that. That there were certain demographics that just um, not have uh, the the resources were denied the resources. Right. And when you think about redlining, when you think about um, banks investing or not investing in certain communities, um, when you think about that, now the very wealthy one percent are not being taxed as much as the other ninety nine percent. Well, that's creating a huge disparity. When you think about the pandemic, right? Billionaires became multi-billionaire while you got the, that's so true yes. so such a such a good point you touch on yeah right um the 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 minimum wage has not increased with with inflation uh over the past 50 60 years like there's so many factors going in and you got me all worked up now, right? That's the point of this show, man. Hey, you know what? I asked that question for a reason. <laughs> yeah, you got me really worked up. When you think about access to education, it is more accessible to people, but it's more expensive now, right? And so when people say, yes, get an education, it's going to give you a lot of opportunities, it will, right? But when you're graduating with $100,000, $150,000, dollars in debt, really benefit you you know the edge having education is one thing being educated having that degree yes but to your point again my goodness gracious who is going to be able to or rather it'd be very hard to climb out of that financial hole mm -hmm. to then do other things start a family buy that house and a simple thing like a down payment um now you mentioned the nsp program so a family is in a unit paying rent a portion of the rent goes to um purchasing a home down payment yes. on a home um are they purchasing the home that they're renting in or it's simply down payment they're able to then purchase a home with a down payment yeah so with that um uh if i remember correctly is that the house that they do purchase has to be with the certain boundaries uh in the aurora area and, and the whole purpose of it is to make sure that there's uh that there's less uh, uh, less people moving around, right? Like having to say, oh, I'm renting here, but now I got to go and move somewhere else. This is to create stability within. Because when when your neighbors are there for years, that, that you're able to build a relationship with them. But when they're moving around every year or two, get a new lease, if they can uh, find cheaper rent or anything like that, like it's hard to build a a trustworthy community. Um, and so it's not only to to make sure that that the family is um, building the generational wealth, but it's to make sure that the community is stable. I couldn't have said it better myself, y'all. I couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, the time is 8.15 a.m. If you guys are just tuning in, good morning to Alyssa O'Conn. Good morning to Mary Foltz. How are you? Can Network. Shouts out CAAN, the community app. Advocacy Awareness Network and Ben Geller to your manifesto reading. I love people that have no idea how wonderful they are and just wander around making the world a better place. A quote shared by Tracy Duran, dear friend of the show. All right. Uh, real quick news item. And then we're going to get back to our discussion with Mr. Um, with David. So Freeman, uh, excuse me, Freeman Elementary School PTA and West Aurora School District 129 are teaming up uh, in a fundraiser to replace school playground equipment. Parent Emily Adams wrote on a neighborhood message board that the effort is designed to replace a Caterpillar play structure erected at Freeman in 1986. The structure was a memorial donated by the parents and sister of Oren Davis, 10 years old, Freeman student who died of leukemia. The Caterpillar was removed recently after rust and corrosion damage to the structure's base and had raised safety concerns. To raise funds, partners are selling pizza kits by Luigi's Pizza in Aurora. Shouts out to Luigi's Pizza and check out the interview we did with Bill Poss on Good Morning Aurora. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Anyway, um, cost is $10 for a kit with five mini pizza crusts, an extra dough ball, 
two ounce cup of uh, three toppings, four ounces of cheese, and two point five ounce cup of sauce. Orders will be distributed at a drive-through from four to six p.m. Tuesday, June twenty-second, in Luigi's parking lot at seven three two Prairie Street in Aurora. Fifty percent of the sales will benefit the project. Uh, there is a link for you to sign up and also to order uh, the materials, the pizza materials. I'm going to put that in the chat. Also, get ready, July 25th, which is a Sunday, our friends of Harry Beast Dog Parlor. Woof, woof, woof. You can bring Fluffy. Um, located at 215 West Galena Boulevard. So that's like the intersection of basically Lake and Galena right there across from the Tortoise Guadalajara mural. Uh, they're having a hot rod show with cars, food, dogs, music. It's going to be a really great time. And your favorite radio host will be there you should too the time is now 8 17 a.m um so david let's talk about so the nsp was one of the portions of yes. the fec you said there were three what yes. are the other uh what are the other two so we have our housing counselors um that are hud approved right hud certified um and they work with um uh, in foreclosure prevention, if uh, there are individuals, homeowners that need to uh, provide repairs or need a loan to repair something in their house or anything like that, I mean they can apply with uh, with us. Um, and then anyone that wants to purchase a house, um, low to moderate income, our housing cons- housing counselors can provide you with that necessary information. Um, so yeah, it, that's the second program. They're they're amazing individuals. It's three counselors, uh, four counselors now, actually, from what I learned. Uh, we got Jaria, the, the senior housing counselor. Uh, we got uh, Cynthia, Brett, and Brenda, right? So, yes, four housing counselors now. Uh, Brenda, I believe, just became certified, if I remember correctly. But, yeah, anyone that's looking to just get more information, either for foreclosure prevention to uh, get loans to repair something that's broken in their house, um, any home improvement, uh, and anyone that's looking to purchase a house, come see us. You know, um, now, Neighbor Project is 32 South Broadway, and the FEC is located at 712 South River Street in Aurora at the Thrive Center. Uh, Now, we're virtual still, right? Mm -hmm. We're not uh, open to the public. Yes and no. Okay, how can folks contact? Okay. Yeah, so now the the third program with the Neighbor Project, uh, and this is unique uh, because it's not just Neighbor Projects. It's also a a program that's um, provided by the city of Aurora. This is a free public service paid for. Did you say free? Free, right? And and, and, and here's the thing. Whenever we say, oh, this is free, everyone's like, what's the catch? Or they say, well, I I guess you, you get what you pay for, right? Like. It's free for you. It's at no cost for the public, but the program is being funded various private donors, the City for Financial um, Empowerment, uh, City of Aurora, uh, the Neighbor Project. So it, the program is not free per se, but for the public, don't charge. Free public service. Right? Now, for all of you listening and for all of you who will listen, Later on on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, and Google Play. Hint, hint. Um, that is something that you should be paying attention to and taking advantage of. There's a lot of services that are out there in many cities and many communities, but they have associated fees and all kinds of things, red tape and, and uh, what have you. Uh, I encourage you as your favorite radio host and local constituent to take part in something that's free that's going to benefit people. Um, now, what's the uh, – how do people get in contact? Yeah, um, so to get in contact, uh, best way is tip- – we have an online intake form. That's usually the best way. Um, I'll give the phone number in a second, but our phones have just been ringing off the line, so it takes us a while to get back. Um, email as well, but the best way right now is our online intake form. So it's a bit.ly link. It's uh, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash Aurora, that's lowercase, Aurora, and then capital F, capital capital Aurora F-E-C. Absolutely wonderful. The time is now 821 a.m. 
So we're going to do a couple quick news items once again, and then I would like to pick your brain, David. I I, I got some more questions for you. I got my paper here, <laughs> roughly. Got some more questions, and then we're going to talk about the ILRPP, yeah. um, the, the rent protection uh, program recently uh, enacted, and the portal just ended. Anyway. Aurora Museum Week has begun. A um, lot of participating museums have great things going on, including Blackberry Farms, Aurora Regional Fire Museum, SciTech Hands-On Museum, GAR, the Grand Army of the Republic Museum, that building that everybody thinks is a church on Downer Place across from City Hall, the David L. Pierce Art and History Center, Shingold Center, and the William Tanner House. Uh, for more information, you can visit the website of our friends Aurora Downtown. Uh, and also, get ready for uh, this Friday, our friends of Aurora Business United. They're coming back with their second Friday networking meeting uh, on the 11th from 7.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. It'll be on Zoom and Facebook Live. In-person meetings may restart in July or August. There will be spin wheel prizes, and the guest speaker for the event will be Stephen Morris, author of The Six Strengths to Maximize Your Business Execution. Uh, there's a link to join. I'll be putting that in the chat for you as well. Thank you, Aisha Saxon. I appreciate you so very much. Oh, my gosh. Look at all of our – look at all you guys. Ben Geller. Omar from Big Boss Barbershop says, good morning to you, sir. Checking in on Instagram. Josue Pais, good morning to you as well, brother. All right. Last quick news item for you guys. Uh, don't forget our state representatives, Stephanie Kefowit of the 84th District, Barbara Hernandez of the 83rd District, and Keith Wheeler of the 50th District are partnering with the Kane Senior Council and St. Athanasius Greek Orthodox Church to provide free frozen meals to seniors once a month. From 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on prescribed Mondays during the summer at St. Athanasius, which is located at 1855 5th Avenue in Aurora. The next event date will be the 21st of this month. After that, July 12th, August 16th, and September 13th. Shouts out and much appreciation to our wonderful state representatives and St. Athanasius Greek Orthodox Church. The time is now 8.24 a.m. All right. So we know the ILRPP Rent Protection Program uh just the portal just closed, I believe, midnight uh, last night. For those who are unfamiliar, let's talk about that real quick. What was that program and what was it designed to do? Yeah, the Illinois Rent Assistance uh, Payment Program. Uh, this is designed to to assist any, any household that is behind rent, um, whether it's a month or, or up to 12 months. Uh, behind rent to to provide them with that financial assistance of up to twenty five thousand uh, dollars. So ching as, ching, we don't have a we don't have a button for that, but uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll say it for you. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So yeah, up to twenty five thousand dollars. So we know a lot of individuals, a lot of families were uh, affected by the pandemic financially, either a deduction in hours, loss of jobs, loss of wages, um, and so it became harder to pay rent. Uh, and we know that the eviction moratorium um, helped ease some of that stress of, of getting kicked out or, or anything similar to that. Um, but still, money is owed, right? Rent is owed. It just kept increasing. Uh, and so this program is, is to help pay for most, if not all of that. Um, the portal for landlords to submit the, the application closed. Uh, I, I want to emphasize that uh, this first half, this first portion was the landlords needed to start the application. Uh, their portion closed last night. Then any tenant uh, that when the landlords did submit the application, any tenants then would, would have received an email within 24 hours or so. Right. So if you're a tenant, your landlord already submitted the application before the deadline. The tenant has until, I believe, June 13th to submit their portion of the application. Right. Okay. Good to know. Very good to know. Um, now, when we say now there's differences and let's let's do a little bit with the nuances because it is important. Mm -hmm. So the landlord is the property owner, the yes. owner of the property. So this does not apply to. Uh, folks who may be in a transitional housing situation. It doesn't apply to folks who may be at a hotel or other location. Uh, it's it's 
for landlord and tenant relationship, and they have to show um, proof of ownership mm-hmm. of that property. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Um, now, what else, when it comes to the rent protection program, uh, is is coming forward? Do we know that yet, or is that still is that information still TBD? Because this is through IDA. Is that correct? Yes, okay. it's through the Illinois Housing Authority. Um, yeah. Um, so before I provide more more information on that, this um, the Illinois Rent Assistance uh, Payment Program, um, this is open to anyone, regardless of immigration status. And I want to emphasize that uh, because we do have that the community that is would be fearful because again. They they have to live in the shadows or anything like Thank that. You but they're that working, Thank you for bringing right? that up. They're paying their taxes and their taxes are being this. Um, so anyone that is uh, that is wondering whether an immigration status, social security number is being asked, it is not not being asked at all. Um, what they do require for the tenant to submit, and let me pull up the list because it's. It's this right man here. came armed with Yo, facts, y'all. He right got here. what? He <laughs> yeah, so the tenant must have a government issue photo ID. That includes a uh, the matricula for, for anyone that's not born in the U.S. or doesn't have a U.S. ID. They have a, okay. a matricula that works as well. A utility bill for proof of address, uh, their monthly rent, and any amount that's past due. Just to show how much they need to uh, pay, um, proof of household income. So this could be your your taxes or copies of pay stubs. Okay, good to know. Good to know. All right, a valid email address. Individuals must have an email address. Landlord and the tenant must have this because everything's done electronically. All right, and then lastly, and it says right here, proof of immigration status is not required all right it's right. listed right here not required right uh, now as you mentioned as well we need to have email addresses and and, mm-hmm. and uh i'm going to harp on this point so you cannot folks there is i want the paper version there is no paper version i want somebody to help you you must have an email address we have folks who can help you mm-hmm. call uh tenants Spanish speaking. We also have uh, translators as well. But again, it is all electronically because it goes through drop or excuse me, um, DocuSign. 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 Yes. That's right. That's right. All right. Now let's let's talk again about. I want to. I just we're going to get back to some more specifics. But mm-hmm. when we talk about immigration status, or when we talk about our undocumented folks here in Aurora, um, I think it's very important that they are allowed to also take part in this. And immigration status is not a factor. Um, how has the undocumented community been able to benefit from services from FEC and Neighbor Project? Do you have any uh, success stories that you can tell us? Any um. Any happy, happy moments? <laughs> yeah. So um, just just to be fully transparent, I myself as an immigrant, right? I I wasn't documented. I currently have DACA. And I'm, it's something I'm very proud to say. Um, and so with me, just, just talking about this, undocu- the, the, undocu- the undocumented community is it's near and dear to my heart. Right. Um, and I will say that the Aurora Financial Empowerment Center, we never ask about immigration status. Any, and then that's the whole thing. We want these services to be accessible to everyone. The less barriers there are, the better, because we already know there's too many barriers in this world for too many people. And we don't want to be a part of that. So the less barriers, the better. And so exactly with that, we don't ask for immigration status at all, we don't ask for social security numbers. The only requirements the Aurora Financial Empowerment Center has is the individual must be 18 years or older and must live in Illinois. 18 That's years it. or older and must live in Illinois. That's right. it. Awesome. Right, And as we talk about uh, uh, knocking down barriers, language is, is a big part as well. Huge, yeah, it has, yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, so with the Aurora Financial Empowerment Center, we're paying for a service of certified uh, translators, interpreters, that if anyone comes to us 
that doesn't speak Spanish or English, that we can provide them with high quality service. And so just uh, the other day, someone came to us that spoke Swahili. I don't speak Swahili. Right, none, no one on my you staff. Don't? I was <laughs> no one. Don't on, right, no one on my staff speaks Swahili. But we called our our service that we're paying for, and then within thirty seconds to a minute, uh, we had someone on the line certified in Swahili interpreting uh, the the conversation for the individual. Right, so and, that's and, a ba- major, wow. major. There are no barriers to success with the Aurora Financial Empowerment Center. Yeah, we we offer services in uh, over 250 languages because of what we're paying for. So, uh, Mr. Barrero uh, says that the FEC is doing great work. Man, you got shout outs in the cup. You get more shout outs than I do. What in the world? <laughs> The good morning, David. What in the heck? Uh, ben tells us that he's going to buy his tickets for the barbecue fundraiser at the Aurora Fire Museum. What's that link? Uh, we'll see if we can get that link for you real quick. Tracy Duran is here as well. Good morning, Tracy Duran. The time is now 8.33 a.m. For those of you just checking in, we are speaking with Mr. David Blancas of the Aurora FEC. And we are learning everything that we need to know about the Aurora Financial Empowerment Center the Neighbor Project, and the uh, Illinois Rent Protection Payment Program. Uh, time is 8.33. Real quick, what do you like most about what you do? Ooh, that's a really good question. I, um, and there's, there's a lot to it. I, I, I think for me, specifically, is, is working with our counselors, with our financial counselors. We have three of them. A big shout out to Valeria Loera, uh, Paul Dominguez, and and Francisco Robinson. Um, they're they're amazing individuals. Just the fact that they look like our community, they talk like our community, yes. and they're from our community. Right. That to me is very important, right? Especially when we're talking about uh, an important topic like your your personal finances. Um. And being able, as I said, I come from a coaching background, coaching adults, coaching educators. And for me to come in and sit down with our three counselors and say, hey, this is how we're going to coach individuals, not necessarily uh, telling them what to do uh, or telling them how to do it, but making sure that they're empowered enough to understand, realize their potential. And then they, the, our, our participants, our clients themselves going out to do and teach their families, their, their friends. That, to me, is what we're here for. And that's what's been happening. Seeing that we started in the middle of the pandemic. Right. Yeah, they, yeah let's not forget that part. Yeah, we right. launched April 27th of 2020, just as the pandemic was starting. Um, and a year later now, the success that we had despite all of that, and it's mostly because of the amazing counselors that we have, has been a joy to see. And, and some of the successes, we've served over 450 households in our first year. Wait, 450 households 450 in the first households year? households in the first year. Done during a pandemic? During a pandemic. We were able to shift. So we started, our, our goal was to uh, have all of these community events, um, have our sessions in person. And very quickly, we shifted into a virtual world Right where Zoom now is is a thing now, right? Zoom is <laughs> yeah. Zoom is like it's the new it's the new life. Yeah, it's a new life. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and and so just being able to to uh, transition into this new virtual world, our counselors did it so seamlessly, and they were able to do it very successfully. Um, so with those four hundred fifty households that we served, their net worth. That means in reducing their debt, increasing their savings, total net worth as a whole, we were able to increase that by over half a million dollars. Wow, that is a fantastic achievement. Congratulations. Over half a million. Congratulations. What do you guys think about that? Yay! Oh, you like that. <laughs> I knew you would like that. The time is now 8.36 a.m. Half a million dollars. Mm-hmm. That is excellent. That's absolutely wonderful. Um, now, if I am just a community member, uh, you mentioned you guys have the, uh, you have translators, you have coaches. 
Um, when we talk about the properties and everything like that, what is your opinion on? So let's get a little Aurora flavor here. We've got properties on the east and the west side, mm-hmm. right? Um, I've seen the properties. They're very nice and everything. Do you ever go visit properties or families and, and, and talk to folks? How often do you interact with our community, our people? We try to do it as, as much as possible, but the pandemic has limited us. Of course, but right? of course. It, right, it right. has limited us. Um, right now, in terms of going into individuals' households, that's something that we don't do uh, for various reasons. Um, so the way we interact with, with people, it's either our services can either be uh, a phone call. So we can do the counseling session over the phone. We can do a Zoom call. As well, a Zoom web conference. Zoom is now end-to-end encrypted. So that means anything shared via Zoom, whether it's a document, personal information, um, is totally safe and secure. Um, or we are now seeing people in person uh, at the Thrive Center through appointment. So that's one way. We're also, and here's the other thing. Um, we're, as I said, we're all about removing barriers. And we understand that the Thrive Center is not close for a lot of people. We understand that transportation right. can be is, is another barrier. Um, so we have a lot of partners, referral partners, specifically co-location partners. Uh, and so what that means, uh, I'm going to use um, VNA on Highland as an oh, example. Oh, shouts out to the VNA and Karina Suarez Darden. Shouts out to the VNA. Yep. <laughs> yes. So VNA. Um, they're a co-location partner of ours. That means twice a month we go to VNA. They have an office for us where we have a counselor there uh, for four or five hours during the day. So if anyone, if anyone thinks that the Thrive Center is too far, but they want to meet in person and VNA is closer, you can go there as well. And so VNA is one of the co-location partners. We have AID that's also on Highland and the Indian Trail, right. another co-location partner. Our first Midwest bank that's right next to the neighbor project, another co-location. Um, yeah, so we're just all about removing barriers, and that's honestly one of the few ways that we've been back to being able to go to these uh, co-location partners. Shout out to the co-location partners who helped the magic of the Neighbor Project and the FEC all take place and happen. Uh, the time is now 8.39 a.m. So real quick, do a couple more news items and then we'll get back to speaking with Mr. Blancas of the Aurora FEC. Okay, Kane County Animal Control. Now you guys have heard about this from your boy for a while now, but I have to keep telling you because I care about animals and I care about you. Kane County Animal Control is hosting their yearly microchip and rabies vaccine clinic and its drive through this year. The clinic will be held at 4060 Kessinger Road in Geneva. One year rabies vaccine microchipping Kane County residents must purchase a registration tag and no appointments necessary. The next date will be uh, this Saturday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. August, September and October dates are TBD. The flyer has been shared. All right. Kane County Triad and several of our other friends and community partners are coming together for the annual Triad Picnic for Seniors. This is going to be very cool. Taking place on Tuesday, August 10th from 1130 a.m. to 130 p.m. at Phillips Park Pavilion, 1000 Ray Moses Drive. The cost is $3. Seniors can register online or in person at any Fox Valley Community Center by August 1st. To register online, use code 112007. Dash, excuse me, dash zero one. That's one one two zero zero seven dash zero one. You can also register by phone with Senior Services Associates Incorporated by calling six three zero eight nine seven four zero three five. That number again is six three zero eight nine seven four zero three five. Shout out to the Fox Valley Park District. Oh, very cool stuff. Okay, so um, before we get into the last part, how was your? It's it's Tuesday. I didn't see. You. How was your weekend? How weekend was, was great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You went this to the beach. Was, was that when? Okay. I did. So I have two children, uh, ages seven and four. Um, and uh, I mentioned earlier, right? For those of you that are just tuning in, I grew up in Chicago, West Rogers Park. I lived a mile from the beach. My mom would uh, take me, my sister, my little brother. Uh, we'd walk that 20, 30 minutes. We'd be at the beach, right? And so I, it's a part of my childhood that I extremely miss because, <laughs> like, in Aurora, 
there is no beach. Like, yeah, we don't. Lake we don't. Michigan, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> I mean, the closest we get is the Fox River, and depending yeah, on what side you're on, it's still not a beach. <laughs> no, and you definitely don't want to swim in that. Um, and, and so I decided that this is going to be a summer. Now that my children are, are old enough to, that I was going to take them to the I grew up in. Uh, and so every weekend, the goal is Saturday morning, six a.m. I wake them up and we go to the beach, stay there for four or five hours come back uh and they absolutely loved it. it it was great seeing um just my children playing on the same sands that i was playing when i was growing up it's a beautiful feeling seeing that continuity yes. seeing that that continuation yeah you're like it's like reliving your own childhood yes. in, a, in a in a way um so now it's eight forty-two a.m what does the fec and the neighbor project have going forward coming up what's um you know what's next i know that we still have things that we're working on per our other partners per ida what have you uh but what's next what's next for the fec and uh neighbor project oh that's a great question um and, and i'm always thinking about the future right so you're yeah. you're really hitting it right now um so definitely we're going to continue doing what we're doing because it's been successful um uh, and that's offering the, the five services from the Financial Empowerment Center, which is uh, reducing debt, increasing savings, building and establishing credit. And so fun little tidbit, anyone that comes to see us just strictly for building or, or um, strengthening the credit, on average, they increase the credit score by 28 points within six months. That is a huge, huge. increase. Yes. Huge. That's a lot. Um, uh, and so, yes, credit building, um, making sure that they have access to affordable uh, banking services as well, right? Because that's very important. Because right? I know Facts. some of our community, my my parents, yeah. right? They weren't trust uh, trusting of the banks, and it's very important to to teach them what banks do have to offer. That is a good. I mean, our here's the thing: Latino communities and African American communities share a lot of the same things came mm -hmm. character I, I mean i have family members way back in the day i can remember like you know they'll keep piles of money under a mattress or something because they don't trust putting it in the bank what are you going to do with shoe boxes of money under your bed that's not helping you do anything you know mm -hmm. no definitely yeah and so we're here to educate the community about that as well which banks are more aligned with their financial goals financial aspirations um and then lastly we try to make sure that they have access to community resources uh, especially uh, with the pandemic happening and, and now that people are getting vaccinated, it's coming to an end, but making sure that they do have access to the food pantry, right? That they do have access to, um, to any financial assistance, like how Two River Head starts. If, if you need help paying a bill or anything like that, contact Two Rivers Head Start. They've been amazing. So Two far. River Head Start. Yes. Yeah, they were in our news last week, I believe. I've uh, That was the first time I even heard about them. Oh, our friends sent their information over to our uh, via our website, goodmorningaurorail.gmail.com. Yeah, uh, let's uh, talk a little bit more about about them, Two Rivers Head. Where are they? What are they? What's, what's up yeah, with so, that? Yeah, so they offer a lot of stuff. And, and they're not just here in Aurora, but they're also based in Elgin. Um, lots of uh, great, wonderful individuals that are here for the community. Um, they do uh, focus on childcare, um, but uh, what I've been I, I've, I, I've been speaking to uh, Rosa Nanes. She used to work at Family Focus as well. That's that's where we met each other. Um, and right now she's she's one of the managers there. And just the vision that she has is beautiful, right? Not not just in terms of like the how they can improve their childcare. Um, or the services that they provide, because they do provide financial uh, assistance as well to pay a bill, pay a rent, right. or anything like that. But they're trying to have this um, create a food pantry where they get fresh, like super fresh food, and this includes uh, vegetables, meats, eggs, anything that you need. Right? Um, just like the vision that she has is wonderful. So please reach out to them. Uh, go on their website. Uh, see, it, it, just see what they're about. And, and this is what the FVC is about, right? We talk about, um, we focus on finances, but we understand that it's more like a, a household needs more than just looking at their finances. It has right. to be holistic. And we don't provide everything, right. um, unfortunately. Sure. But 
There are other organizations that we're, we partner up with, like Two Rivers Head Start, VNA, Hesed House. Um, we're partnering with, with uh, nearly 20 organizations where um, if they tell us, hey, right, the, fi the finances are creating stress and it's affecting my mental health, you know what? Let's get you with AID. We can work on the finances, but with the mental health component, let's send you to, to, to uh, AID. And that's their expert, right? We're very holistic about it. You know, I got to tell you, David, this is one of the best episodes. This is talking to you, man. I, I love anything. You, all the people who listen to this show know that this show exists to help other people. That's the whole purpose of this show to build a community where folks are helping each other and i hear you talk and i hear you tell tell your story and it is obvious that you care about other people and i look at the comments thank you very much karina suarez darden beautiful people around here she loves it thank you for the shout out no doubt um as mr burrell has said and everything you guys are doing amazing work i do have a question for you though yes where can I get one of those shirts? Y'all can't see my brother right now. Uh, camera day is tomorrow, but uh, <laughs> he's looking really good in the uh, white polo of the Aurora FEC with the green logo. Can I get one? I mean, can a brother rock one <laughs> yo, of those? <laughs> yo, I, I'm, I'm going to talk to my people. They'll talk to your people. We'll make it happen. Absolutely wonderful. All right. So Tracy Duran tells us that the closest beach she thinks that we have in our area is Batavia Hall Quarry beach and ben geller says as long as it's close to batavia cemetery or creamery he's in i guess he doesn't do a lot of swimming but that's all good <laughs> the time is eight forty-eight a.m all right we talked about what's coming up and what's next with uh neighbor project and fec what's next for david oh that's a fantastic question i'm always thinking about what's next right um you mentioned how i'm very community oriented and the reason for that is because the only reason I am where I am today is because of the community that, was, that I was surrounded with, right? I, I had nonprofits, I had teachers, I had community leaders that invested time and energy and money in me. And it is because of that that I feel that within the community, we must uplift each other. And so as I'm looking towards the future of what's next for me, I'm keeping that in mind. It has to be community-oriented has to be uh, whichever role I'm in in the future. It has to be about uplifting. I want to truly make change and not just talk about it, right? Not, not sit behind a podium and, and say all of these buzzwords. Right. Like, no, actually. No talking let's, points. Action. Yes, right. Let's actually do it, right? And, and, and not beat around the bush or anything like that. But like really straight up say this is the issue. Right, whether it's systemic, whether it's it's any racism, um, any type of isms, right, sexism, anything right. like that's really right. bringing up and say, hey, we need to be more inclusive, we need to be more equitable, and those are buzzwords being thrown around, right? But actually doing something about it. Um, and so with that, my focus right now is on the FEC and the neighbor project, making sure that the FEC becomes uh, sustainable, um, that it's not just here or the next one or two years, that this is a program that becomes a staple here in, in Aurora, uh, the surrounding area, and in Illinois. And then with the Neighbor Project, making sure that the organization grows. Like, the Neighbor Project is only three years old, right? Really? It is only three years old. Oh, that's, uh, holy cow, you're right. Yes. That's it. Oh, my goodness gracious. It's right? a staple, though. <laughs> yeah. So to make it grow and, and just there's so much potential in that and that, and like, I'm getting excited, right? Like my energy is, is, up. is yeah. lively right now. Um, so that's, that's what I'm seeing at this moment for David. I, uh, I became a Rotarian a few months ago. Um, and I feel that my calling in life is to serve, help other people, uplift them, bring them from down here to up here. What I like about the neighbor project and what I like about the FEC is I like surrounding myself with people who, to your point, are not um, not talking point people who are action people. Um, and I'm glad that we have uh, resources yourself and others in the community. We had Mr. Guzman here, uh, executive director of the neighbor project like two weeks ago. He gave the same energy, right? It's community, family, and being a neighbor. 
Um, so before we go, I want to say our friend Tracy Duran says that she absolutely loves David's enthusiasm for helping others. We need more people like David in this world. Thank you so much. Oh, those are kind words. Thank you. No doubt. No doubt. The time is now 8.52 a.m. David, before we go, last question for you. What, in your opinion, is a neighbor? Ooh. Oh, let me. Immediately what came to mind, I, right, like I, I, I pictured Aurora. Right, just just like the whole city of Aurora showed up. I'm thinking about my neighbor Jose, um, who has been the kindest person uh, to me, uh, and then I don't think I've ever had a neighbor like that. I'm, I'm thinking about um, my fraternity brothers that are still in Aurora. How we're able to support one another. I'm thinking about the organizations here uh, in the city of Aurora that are uplifting the community, making sure that everyone has access to resources. Right, not just a select few. Everyone. Everyone. I'm thinking about our school districts. I'm th- I'm thinking about my my daughter's uh, uh, teacher, uh, Mrs. Anderson. Right, just how it, that to me is is a neighbor. It's not just one person. It's not just uh, limited to to um, uh, geographically, like to the person that lives next to you. This to me is more. It's it's more profound. Right? Is is this someone that has your back and you have their back, right? Now, not because you're trying to get something from them or they're trying to get something from you, but it's because you care about each other and you want right. to see each other succeed. Words of wisdom from our friend, Mr. David Blancas. We appreciate you coming on to the show today. Thank you much so much for having me, Curtis. Man. Much this was amazing. Um, so it's 8.53 a.m. We have a fantastic interview and episode coming up uh after the show you guys stick around and get ready to check that out we've got another interview that we're going to be doing head on over to the youtube page and watch one of the coolest interviews that you're going to see in quite some time also don't forget subscribe to the show on spotify itunes apple Podcasts, and everywhere hit the bell at the top of this video so you can get notified when we go live and if you're listening to good morning aurora odds are your new customers are too Promoting your business on Good Morning Aurora is cheaper than print advertising, easier than Facebook, and our hyper-local, engaged listeners love to support the Aurora area businesses they hear about on this show. Get started at goodmorningaurora.com slash advertise and send an email to goodmorningaurorail at gmail.com to learn more. And lastly, our show is sponsored by Wabonzi SBDC. Through the SBDC, small business owners, both prospective and existing, can obtain essential management, marketing, and financial coaching. They offer no-cost one-on-one coaching and a wide variety of low-cost events and workshops to help make your business a success. From creating a business plan, planning growth strategies, and financial checkups, work smarter, not harder with SBDC workshops. To learn more about our wonderful friends and what they do, visit the link that I will put in the chat for you. Oh, what? That was like... Mm, don't make me start rapping okay so the time is now 8 55 a.m we appreciate david's time and we appreciate the fec and we appreciate the neighbor project and we appreciate all of you listeners fans subscribers and friends of our show uh take care of yourself and each other